I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Ed Whitehead, Managing Director, EMEA for Signified. And we're talking about commerce protection. This is what Signified does. And of course, it's become even more important, I guess, over the course of the last year or so, because of the way we've all had to live and work, because commerce has specifically become e-commerce, and that opens a whole extra can of worms that we'll get to. But talk to me first, Ed, about commerce protection. What is it that Signified actually does? I guess when you look at Signified, uh, certainly from the category and commerce protection is potentially a category we're really inventing or certainly spearheading. We're looking at all of the ways that we can help a merchant convert more revenue. So that's getting more revenue through the checkout but then also protect that revenue. And that's protecting that revenue against fraud, against consumer abuse, against all those people who, if we want to put it bluntly, almost want to steal from you or take abuse of that promise that you're going to deliver the goods to them. And so, yeah, really, how do we help a merchant really take more revenue uh, and then protect that? Well, let's drill into the detail because I understand that you provide a 100% financial guarantee against fraud on approved orders. How do you manage to offer a 100% guarantee? Sure, it almost sounds too good to be true. And indeed, when we're talking to many merchants, that's one of the first responses we get. I guess really it comes down to the technology that we use and Well, we're a company that was formed in 2011, 2012, and uh, really that gave us the ability to start from the ground up with the latest technologies, latest innovations. So right from the start, we've used machine learning. We've used machine learning and we've used a network of data. And when you think about how the way people buy online has changed as well, if we go back 10 plus years, we were all very uh, well behaved. We'd sit at home and we'd buy uh, something on our own laptop with our own credit card. We'd have it delivered to our own address and we'd be quite happy with a week's delay with the shipping. If you fast forward to how we operate and how we buy online now, we might be sitting in a cafe, we might be on a public Wi-Fi, we might be using a joint credit card and actually have it shipped to a work address, but we need it tomorrow. So we have it on expedited shipping all of those different ways of buying, all of those different data points that are reflective of the way we buy now need the latest technologies to be able to interpret them, to be able to interpret them and look at them and say, well, actually, okay, we don't think that that is suspect. We think that's absolutely natural behavior that that person could be on a public Wi-Fi making that purchase at that time. And it's that assurance that we've got from being able to use latest machine learning techniques, being able to analyze so much data all in one split second that gives us that confidence to say to a merchant, well, if we've said yes to you and you've gone ahead and shipped that order, we will guarantee it. We will guarantee that it's not going to come back with a chargeback. It's effectively putting our money where our mouth is, I guess. We're so confident in our decisions that we'll also back that up with a financial guarantee. So if something does go wrong, I get my money back from you. Exactly. And I mean, it's the detail, but we make the merchant totally whole as well. So it's the cost of the goods, the tax, the shipping, the chargeback fees, actually the whole lot. We want to keep that as our promise to you, actually, as the merchant is we will we will reimburse you in full. 
You must be very popular with merchants and banks. <laughs> uh, we're very popular with merchants. And actually, we are pretty popular with banks because we take the burden off the banks of, of having to offer the same kind of service. So, so yeah, in the, in the payments chain, we're, we're pretty well liked. But it's, it's not all about just the guarantee piece. Actually, what we find quite a lot is that because merchants can be scared of being on the hook for the chargeback, because merchants are scared they're going to get this cost that they have to pay out, they're actually more restrictive when it comes to accepting orders. And so they will actually decline good orders. It's this concept of false declines. So they will decline good orders because they're scared, the, the fear that it's going to come back as a bad order. So when we start to work with merchants, not only do we give them the confidence, but actually we find going back to that better data, going back to that better process, actually we can increase the approval rate as well. So there's quite often a lot of money, a lot of revenue, two, three, five percent of revenue being left on the table by the merchant because they're scared it might come back as a chargeback. And actually once we're deployed, we can take the pressure off the chargeback, but also increase the approval rate as well. And thereby effectively increase my turnover as a merchant. Totally. I mean, you've got to consider the, the margins within that. But yes, your overall turnover is definitely going to go up. All right, let's talk about the, the way the company's grown over the last few years. Started off in the United States, but you've only been active in Europe for the last couple of years. Sure. So organically, we've always had a global footprint. And something we're very proud of is we think that we can see at least one data variable on 98% of transactions that happen online. And we've sort of grown as that sphere of global transactions has grown. For sure, we started in the US, but naturally, we've always had clients uh, across EMEA, but we're just managed out of the US. And then that grew to a sizable enough chunk for uh, the standard story to happen. The US Valley Company looks for their next next HQ. Uh, and that was out of London. And that's the office I opened in October 2018. And then we've doubled the revenues and doubled the client base every year since. So we've always had that global footprint. But since 2018, we've had the boots on the ground to really support those clients uh, and, and win some great enterprise names. Well, let's talk about the size of the market opportunity ahead of you, because you're not the only people in this game, obviously. We're not. But you've talked about how we as individuals have changed our behavior, our habits, but it's not just a change in behavior. It's also the fact that we're doing it so much more, particularly because of the pandemic in terms of online commerce. How do you see the market opportunity going forward? Interesting question, because you have to remember, ever since there's been online stores, there's been online payments. And in equal measure, there's been solutions to stop bad actors and there have been bad actors as well. So we're, we're definitely not the first people to the party. We probably are of the new generation that started using machine learning. You know, that whole probabilistic approach where you look for good reasons to accept an order rather than the bad reasons to, to block an order. So we're certainly in a market that is established but I think the solutions similar to Signified, we've probably only got a 20% market share yet. So from a solution point of view, there's a long way to go. From a size of the market, 
I mean, it depends who you look at, uh, which Statista reports you use as to the, to the global size of, of e-commerce. But I can certainly tell you from looking at the data we saw last year, we saw a 40% rise across the board generally in e-commerce, and that was influenced by the pandemic. Now, a lot of people say, oh, that's a temporary blip and that's going to go away. It's really not. That trend was increasing anyway. The pandemic just forced people to try online. It forced people to go online and, and really experience uh, and find that it does work because e-commerce is a, a, it is a promise. It is you're paying money to a form in the promise that you're going to get the items at some stage. And a lot of people don't believe it, whether it's older generations or non-tech savvy. And the pandemic has forced that behavior to be trialed. And actually, we see the consistent repeat business from some of the slower adopters and across industries that have been the last to adopt. I mean, online groceries, no one used to buy their groceries online or a very small percentage. But because people didn't want to go into stores, they've now tried it. The delivery comes. You know what? The odd bag of beans that isn't quite in date but everything else works well. So you try it again and that convenience factor. So I think the market has grown substantially, but if you look at all e-commerce and you include grocery into this now, it's probably still only about 25, 30% of all retail. So there's a long way to go and a lot of growth to be had, I think. The genie's out of the bottle, effectively. Totally, genie's out of the bottle. People have tried it, it does work. There are sectors, there are product types which inherently cause a problem. You know, if you're buying shoes or you're buying designer jeans, you know, you have to try them on and it's not till you've tried them on. But that's the problem there is now almost been flipped to the retailer, not the consumer, because the consumer is now happy to order two, three pairs of something, try them all on at home and then ship them back to uh, ship the ones that they don't want back to the retailer. So that presents a whole different opportunity and problem but that's for the retailer to deal with the consumer you're absolutely right the genie's out of the bottle they realize they can do these things right, i want to round up by asking you about the recent fundraising which is not necessarily something that you were directly involved in but the company recently raised 205 million in series e growth equity financing where's that going will you for example in your part of the business see some of it and if so what will you be doing with it uh, well, the trite answer is, well, I certainly hope so, of course. Um, I think if you even look at our press releases, a lot of the money has been earmarked for further international growth. You know, the US market is very developed for e-commerce, so is the European market, but we have new payment legislations coming along, which are quite exciting. New products need to be developed around that. Uh, we have a big office in that, or we have a LATAM office that is growing very quickly, so I expect it to become a big office. And then APAC, you know, so I think the money is earmarked for global growth. And as the EMEA region, we contribute a, a substantial amount now to the overall PL. So we'll see some expansion here too. Ed Whitehead, Managing Director, EMEA of Signified, thank you very much.